0: Good tidings, it's Oliver Callan here on this Friday the 7th of July 2023 The text is open till 10 o'clock this morning, it's on 51551 And from Up North Text Studio, followed by your message to eight 80- zero. 889, yes indeed. A bit of nostalgia for you this morning when I was a young fella in the 80s. I remember, uh, well obviously the cassette tapes but specifically the cassette tapes branded by On Post, the Cassette Post it was called and I was reminded of them as we uh, looked ahead to our guest this morning. Austin Kenny's coming in. He's an archivist um, who discovered tapes from his own family in this particular era when Irish people at home would uh, send on post recordings of their own voices, chats and so on. Songs, uh, music from the radio, commentary from GA matches, and and literally post them to emigr- emigrant relatives in Australia and America and wherever, uh, and they might get a cassette tape back in the post. It was the like the voice note, the WhatsApp voice note messages of a lost age. So cassette post it was a booming thing for on post back in the day when those people were. I suppose they were the future stars of reeling in the years when you see them in grainy images now and you go my god did we really live back there how did, how does everything look so um so so kind of old anyway i'm looking at a picture here it was a white tape cassette post was on it um the nationaltreasures.ie where they collected all those kind of uh, folklore and things like that and you put it into an envelope with talk back written on it and um it was a, it was a it was a thing that i had never thought about until i heard about uh, our guests coming into us this morning so that is the crack we have for you on this lovely Friday, fuzzy Friday feeling. Uh, the papers, they're looking ahead well to the sport for the next couple of days and it's all about the hurling and the camogie this weekend. You get the come on out, get the sticks out. Uh, Tipperary and Antrim, they're going to play in the camogie ahead of the hurling final, semi-final between Limerick and Galway tomorrow night in Croke Park. Huge excitement and they're those nice Saturday evening um, gigs, you could call them in Croker because yeah, Limerick and Galway, Limerick of course, Red hot favourites But will the neutrals Be going for Galway Because I Last year even though It was um, Limerick against Kilkenny And they'd obviously Won the couple in a row um, I think everyone Was still kind of Plucking plucking for Limerick The neutrals I'm talking about Uh, But will the neutrals Go for Galway this time I was a wonder He was There's something so intense And fascinating About Henry Shefflin as a banished door, as the manager. He was an unreadable figure as a player, but now on the sideline, he's, he's like Jared Butler as a Spartan in 300. And uh, I feel like I just want to see more of him, you know. He looks fit to be tied over minute incidents. And, of course, that was that amazing handshake between himself and Brian Cody last year. That was, um, well, it was a chilling, <laughs> chilling nightmare for some people. And I'd say if the two of them shook hands like that once a year, Every year, they could actually cure climate change by reducing the core temperature of the planet. King Henry, as he was known as a player, which I always thought was strangely royalist out of Kilkenny. And there is you know, there's a shade of the pale in Kilkenny always. Uh, so anyway, you have Kilkenny and Clare then on Sunday afternoon with Clare in the favourites there in the hurling to make it to the final. And before that, the Kilkenny Cork are in a Camogie quarterfinal crunch match serious rematch of last year's All-Ireland Final which of course was won by the Cats uh, so that, that's that's the crack Waterford and Galway are already through to the Camogie semi-final so that's how that whole thing shapes up and also in sport the excitement continues to build about uh, the Irish of course heading down to Australia New Zealand for the World Cup and the duo that recorded the tune ahead of the 1990 World Cup uh, Watch Your House, Oua, Poole, McGran, all of that legendary stuff from 33 years ago Have recorded uh, a new song, the same the same, same duo The song cheering on the Republic of Ireland, the FIFA World Cup Is being released released ahead of our team's first ever appearance at the tournament Come on Ireland, giving us the right to dream as a celebration of Irish sportswomen It's the perfect tune to cheer on the girls in green as they compete at the World Cup in Australia It was written by Maria Walsh and recorded by Zarezi. Um, and it's made up of Maria Walsh and Carol Nelson. And there's Razor World Cups on co-sides. Yes, they're celebrating. It's not the official song. It's being released on the Hot Press Records label. I have a clip of it. It's literally just out today, so I just have a clip of it for the moment. We feel There you go, so it's kind of all the excitement is really building up. The song's middle section, we're told here in the Irish Daily Star, is a celebration of Irish sportswomen like Katie Taylor, Sonia Sullivan, Kelly Harrington, Leona Maguire, all name-checked on the the track. And, uh, of course, we have, there's a clip of President Michael D. Higgins and it's available today. It's going to be on sale on iTunes and you can stream it on Spotify, Apple, all the usual places. I'm sure you'll hear it around the place as well. The uh, 20th of July is the date for your calendar. That's the opening match against the host Australia. It's going to be 11 o'clock in the morning which is a forgiving time given the schedule on the other side of the world because a lot of the matches are in the middle of the night or 6 o'clock in the morning. A little easier for us this time of the year but we'll be following them for sure. Um what else is going on? Oh, yes, this is back to the Swifty fans, the fanatical Swifties. Uh, because Taylor Swift has released a re release of her, of a, it's a third re release of one of her albums, um, Taylor's Version. So drop everything now. Speak now. Speak now, Taylor's Version is what's going to be called. This is all part of Taylor Swift's row with the pop Svengali Scooter Braun who was a former manager of a publishing record. He was he was the, her former pop Svengali, they had a row and if you listen to the original versions of Taylor Swift's albums, Scooter Braun gets most of the money and she organised her Swifty legions to not listen to that on, a, on any streaming service or anything, but listen to her Taylor's version, which is in brackets and that is exactly what is going on. Indeed, there's a couple of tracks from her live tour that she's dropped. She doesn't perform on the live tour uh, because if she performed those particular songs, Swifties would start streaming them and Scooter Braun would get the money. This how... It's all part of the, the people who praise Taylor Swift as a businesswoman uh, and standing up for Women and Music and all of that. That's the background to that. But the mo- more importantly, the Irish Daily Mail asked the important question, will Tay Tay pop into the rebuilt Inna pub as promised? So the quaint little rebuilt pub that featured in the hit Irish movie The Banshees of Inna It won scores of fans, of course, all around the world, but none more so than Taylor Swift. The singer told the film's director, Martin McDonagh, in a sort of a vanity fair interview between the two of them, that she would visit the boozer on a. Island, If it was ever rebuilt But it had Because it was torn down Obviously after the film Was finished But Luke Mee Who's the owner of Mee's Bar in Kilcaran In County Galway Has rebuilt JJ Devine's pub Exactly as it was In the film And it's opening Next month in the back Of his own bar Mee's Bar in Kilcaran So uh, t- If Tay Tay Swift Returns Or As we She's now known By Twisted Doodles Tato Swift Which is the the Purported Tribute Act that's going to be going on there. Uh, Something you won't be terribly surprised about in the papers today is the operator of the Titanic sub that imploded uh, with tragic consequences um, as it was heading towards the Titanic wreck, killing all five people on board. So Oceangate, the operators of that, have announced they have suspended all exploration and commercial operations. Clearly, nobody was going to be booking for uh, any kind of those, you know, submarine um, explorations down into the deep. Well, no one would ever set foot in one of those yokes again unless it was somehow arrived on land and turned into a hotel during Taylor Swift's Hotel Price Gouging Festival next June, perhaps, says I. Um, Silvio Berlusconi is in the news, you know, the former Italian Prime Minister who died last month was worth 6 billion euro. So, as we all want to know, what happens to billionaires' monies when they die? Most of it has gone to his children. They divide up the media empire that he leaves behind, uh, which is called Mediaset. His wealth includes the AC, Monza Football Club, properties, yachts, massive millions and millions worth of artworks. Mediaset is his main company. Uh, So, he's left it mostly to his family. However, he left 100 million euro to his girlfriend, Marta Fasina, Um, She started going out with them in 2020 She's 33 years of age As the papers point out 53 years his junior And a very odd thing they did They had a mock wedding last year Uh, She dressed up in a white dress and everything Cut a cake Had a marriage ceremony Symbolic But just did everything but marry And uh, apparently the mock wedding Only happened because his children Dissuaded him from marrying her I wonder why Says you So anyway And then he wrote his will by hand On a yellow notepad Marked with a letterhead of his mansion last October, and he dies in June, just a couple of weeks ago. So he's left her 100 million. She's an MP for the Forza uh, party in Italy, and she's nicknamed the Mute because she's barely ever spoken in Parliament. So there she is. Marta Fascine is 100 million rich, and the other papers are pointing out that he also left 30 million to Marcello Dell'Utri, who's a former senator who served t- t- jail time for his association with the mafia. And uh, he's delighted himself. He said he's deeply moved after learning that Berlusconi had left him 30 million euro. I wasn't expecting it despite the deep friendship we had. I am surprised. It's not something that happens every day. Said so the man, who's now out of jail. Freshly. Uh, the Eagles have announced their final tour dates And um, it's in inverted commas It's in quotation marks, final This is our swan song After 52 years, more than a thousand concerts 150 million albums sold The group has announced their initial 13 dates Of their final, final farewell tour uh, The Eagles, Don Henley is really the only original Eagle Joe Walsh, who joined slightly afterwards And then the, the other lads who are representing the ones who Well, they're representing the standing in for the ones who are No longer around Um, What else is happening Around the place Yes well There's a bit of a row Between Twitter And Threads Which is the new Facebook company Version of Twitter um, Owned by Meta Meta is now The Facebook company and Twitter is, Twitter is threatening to sue Facebook over its new Threads platform, which is enormous now. There's been 30 million sign-ups to the new platform just in the last day. Fastest download uh, downloaded app ever. And uh, Twitter are going, well, you can't call it Threads and you're also going to probably steal secrets, I, I suspect, so we're going to sue you. And I'd imagine Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, has prices in all these things because famously disrupts, copies, lifts and provokes things. But what I'm interested in are these god kings of the tech world. And there's a good Channel 4 series about them, I believe, which I'm going to mark for my weekend, if I can watch to fit it in in between matches. Uh, because apparently there's there's a rocket feud between Elon Musk of Twitter and Mark Zuckerberg of now Threads, the rival. So the whole thing really is battle of the phallic metaphors. Where, where do these fellas... It's just all about rockets and satellites. So what happened here? OK, so... SpaceX had a deal with Facebook that were going to lift a a, a gigantic transmitter satellite, basically, into space, which, which according to Facebook was going to provide internet to remote communities. And, of course, they're making it sound like they want to help the people in the, in Africa and so on. But it's actually all about expanding Facebook's potential user base because they're looking for data from people who are off the grid. And that's what they want to do. But what happened, as it happens with Elon Musk's SpaceX rockets, they exploded as they attempt to take off, destroying the satellite with it. Mark Zuckerberg was very, very angry about his gigantic phallic metaphor. Um, Jeff Bezos is not involved in this phallic standoff. <laughs> but He's so angry, he obviously set up threads. And There you go. And people are... Are now threading. There isn't. They, they post on threads. Isn't that what they're saying? But I've discovered that if you post on threads. It's linked to your Instagram. If you suddenly want to leave threads, you'll have to delete your Instagram with it. They're smart, these guys. They're smart. It's a quarter past nine. The text number is 51551. Lots to talk about. Oliver, what a memory. Did We did the tapes for relatives in Boston and Wellington, New Zealand, says Stephanie. Yes, we're going to be going to the memories of cassette tapes. And uh, actually, speaking of nostalgia, this is just fresh off the presses. Rick Astley, uh, who's, who is like absolute Mr. Nostalgia at the moment, And uh, he's had It's been 36 years Since he first shot to fame Rick Astley Now arguably A more prominent force In popular culture Than he ever was 57 years old He's winning over new fans Performing at the Foo Fighters Take That or Blossom's Huge hit at Glastonbury And off the back of that He's announced shows He's in Belfast On the 4th of March Next year And the 3 Arena in Dublin On the 5th of March the next day 2024 And the tickets are on sale July 14th No better place To to warm us up On a a Friday weekend (laughs) Than with Rick Astley So we rarely hear In its full in its full an unadulterated beauty. Five one five five one that's the text. makes you happy Rick Astley obviously never going to give you up this just makes make that put me in a jolly mood uh, the 1980s you know they're just so much better in hindsight than actually living through them at the time would they That's the memories Anyway, uh, loads of messages coming in On the uh, cassette tapes That were sent around the world From here in the recordings I love listening to the recordings They are wonderful I worked and lived in Australia And Saudi Arabia And wrote many letters I'm only sorry I never kept the letters What a wonderful way to communicate And I lived for those letters to arrive I made many phone calls From phone boxes in Australia And phone booths in Saudi Arabia I was in Australia in the 1980s And Saudi Arabia in 1996 You see, you have an amazing story to tell Uh, This person When I hear cassette tapes I'm instantly brought back to my teenage years I'm now 52 years old I was, still am a whamette with a huge crush on Andrew Ridgely we get these every now and again don't we (laughs) from all these Andrew Ridgely fans I would have a blank tape in my recorder listening to the radio waiting for my song to come on my mum has a cassette tape that her brother recorded with me as a baby in a pram on that tape are voices of grand-aunts who were long past. We listened to the tape and we could almost hear a row almost breaking out in the background. So that's all these kind of realities capture that would have been lost forever. Uh, this person says, I have my grandmother who was born in 1901 talking on tape about the day her father was shot by the Black and Tans in 1921, says Melissa. Well, Melissa, tape me away from home at gmail.com. I, I would imagine Austin would be very, very uh, willing to, to hear from you there. I remember my, uh, my Mayo mad brothers ringing home probably around 1980 and my father would put the radio beside the phone so they could listen to the match happy times. <laughs> oh God, listening to the match down the phone. That was an expensive way to do it. Uh, loads more messages. We'll come back to them later on but we have to take a wee break now. Uh, we have the interesting story, life story of a photographer who has been travelling across Ireland photographing all the famous people from the Golden Age and all that beautiful era of New York in in the 60s, 70s right after these.